beloved of God, welcome to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Today, the church celebrates the feast of the transfiguration of the Lord. Now, the gospel chosen for us is taken from the 17th chapter of Matthew's gospel, verses 1 through 9. So let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and open our hearts and ears to hear him speak his word to us today. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Two old men are chatting. One man says, My friend, you must try this memory pill I'm taking. I remember everything. It's an amazing memory booster. The other man says, sounds wonderful. What's the name of the pill? The first man says, uh, um, uh, the name of the pill. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, what's the name of the flower produced on a garden plant with thorns? It's red. You, you give it on Valentine's Day. The other man says, a rose? The first man says, yes, yes, that's right. Then calling to his wife, he says, Rose, what's the name of that pill which I take to boost my memory? <laughs> a cute story which seems to hit home with the passing of each day. Oh, my word. Well, let's begin the reflection today with uh, understanding a little bit about um the background uh, of the transfiguration. It's a bit unusual for us to pause the Sundays in ordinary time to celebrate the feast of the transfiguration. The importance of this feast is celebrated by numerous Christian communities throughout the world. And for Catholics, when the feast falls on a Sunday, as it has this year, its liturgy is not combined with the Sundays in ordinary time, but completely replaces the ordinary time Sunday. You see, 
All three synoptic gospels, that's the gospel of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, tell the story of the transfiguration. So it must be something important. And all three place the event shortly after Peter's confession of faith that Jesus is the Messiah and Jesus's first prediction of his passion and death. Moreover, I think the importance of this feast by so many Christian communities has much to do with the proclamation that Jesus is the beloved son of the Father and that we should listen to him. An encouragement for all people to follow the words and the example of Jesus in order to get to heaven, our ultimate goal, right? Well, let's also remember that this is not the first time um, this year that we've heard this gospel passage. You see, every year on the second Sunday of Lent, we hear the story of the transfiguration. Why? Well, the word transfiguration means a change in form or appearance. Biologists call it metamorphosis to describe the change that occurs when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Now, using that example, I think we can all agree on the magnificence and the beauty we discover when such a moment occurs. Not only in Lent, but today, we are reminded that a metamorphosis or transfiguration or transformation to a person's way of life or to their faith or even to their attitude can make a huge difference for the better, especially in their ability to follow the Lord's command to love God with their whole being and their neighbor as themselves. You know, Father Anthony DeMello, who was a Jesuit and a spiritual speaker and author, once told this story of such a metamorphosis, if you will, in the prayer life of an old man. He said, the old man said, I was a revolutionary when I was young, and all my prayer to God was, Lord, Give me the grace to change the world. As I approached middle age and realized that half of my life was gone without changing a single thing, I changed my prayer to, Lord, give me the grace to change all those who come in contact with me. Just my family and friends and I shall be satisfied. Now that I'm an old and old man and my days are numbered, I've begun to see how foolish I've been in my prayer. My one prayer now is, Lord, give me the grace to change myself. If I had prayed this from the start, I would not have wasted my life. Pretty cool story. You know, the changing of bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ by Jesus, by transubstantiation in the Mass, is the source of strength for all of us. And just as the transfiguration of Jesus strengthened the apostles in their time of trial, each moment of grace we spend in Mass should be our source of strength against our own temptations and our chief source 
for the renewal of our own lives. In many respects, the Mass is our mountaintop experience. And we all need such an experience for the changes we need in our own lives and the encouragement to do so. In addition, communion with Jesus in daily prayer, as with the God Minute or some other means, and in the Eucharist should be a source of daily transformation of both our minds and our hearts, enabling us to love and serve Jesus in every one of our sisters and brothers with whom we come in contact each day. You see, this great feast and the gospel passage that tells of this event could be considered our memory pill, giving us a chance to be reminded of what our life in Christ can do for us and how we can use our life of faith to literally change the world by starting with changing ourselves. Beloved of God, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Take good care of yourself today and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.